What is going on, everybody? Taylor and Jacob here. We are very excited to wrap up our wild card round of the bracket today. Yes. It's going to be fun, man. Is... We had so much fun last week. I we hope did. that you guys did as well. Do we want to just jump into this? Get yeah. our guests in all right. here? Let's just bring all of our guests in. Uh, I'm going to bring them one at a time. Miss Marisol McKee, how are you? Feeling fabulous. Feeling great. I'm ready for round two. All right. As as we bring our guests in, I would like to I would like to point out what uh, what fashion do you got going on today, Marisol? It looks like you're it looks like you're prepared there. I always have to wear something for the occasion, of course. <laughs> tonight tonight I got some Potter Pals going on tonight. There's I love there's that. A, there's a bunch of them there. Yeah, Fantastic. there's a bunch of buddies. My favorite is <laughs> this little. So I'm assuming it's Dobby. I hope it's not creature because this shirt would get worse <laughs> if it were. But yeah. All right. We are also joined by Mara Knopic. How are you? Uh, the resident moisture farmer has arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Word of the day is viscosity. <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be so much fun. I'm so looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam Collins, how are you? It's gonna be so moist. We're gonna be able to pick mushrooms off of evaporators. <laughs> All right, but check this out. Check out the back of my my shirt. It's more than meets the eye. It's cool. Oh, oh yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But on the front, of course, it's just Star Wars. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's come prepared today. All righty. <laughs> And we are also joined by the lovely Jackals, Jesse and Lauren. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Show it off. Who you got? This is uh, to make sure that Mara stays moist. We've got <laughs> Ben Barnes here. <laughs> uh, I have I have WandaVision on the front here yes. and on the back. Disappointment, I think. Right? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. disappointment. <laughs> I should have gone online and tried to find a Christian Colson shirt. <laughs> Hashtag hot Voldemort time. Let's go, people. <laughs> but uh, right Adam's in. shirt well, be like considered like a mullet shirt, like oh, business yeah. in the front right. and then party in the back. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome, Adam. I'm proud of I you. I mean, Adam and you've got emotions. a Schmodown shirt going yeah. on. I've got my my Ray shirt going on. So we're we're good to go. All we're right. ready to jump into this. Let's let's start the painful uh elimination of movies <sighs> with we'll see. where are we starting? We are starting with a pretty big one. All right. Uh -oh. Batman Returns versus Indiana Jones and the Temple We're getting right into it today. <laughs> I am going to start with Miss Marisol McKee. Where are oh. you going? Oh hey. Um, this one is straightforward for me. Um, uh, for me, the uh, Jones franchise has two terrific ones and two that I'm not super crazy about. I'm not as crazy about, still decent, but two step downs for me. And I'm in a rare camp where Temple of Doom um, has too many things working against it for me, mainly Willie um, and <laughs> Short Round. Um, Willie's one of the most um, insufferable characters I've ever seen in a film. So uh, none of that, all, all of that holds it. That's going to automatically knock it beneath um, Batman Returns for me. Um, 
which I am also in the rare camp where I actually enjoyed it just slightly more than the original Batman. Um, I'm I'm the crazy person here tonight. Um, I'm full of, full of contrarian opinions. Uh, we'll have some more. But uh, this is pretty cut and dry for me. I'm definitely going Batman Returns. All right. Uh, Jesse Swift, where are you heading? All right. <clears throat> uh, I had to think for a couple minutes or a couple seconds. I guess it hasn't even been a couple minutes yet because Marisol was uh, sweet and to the point. But uh, <laughs> she did bring up a really great point with Willie, and that made me do a side-by-side -side comparison with our female leads. You have Willie and then you have Selena Kyle. Um, and that alone, I think, tips <laughs> the scale in Batman Returns' favor. I think both of these are... Um, not huge step downs, but slight step downs from the originals. I love Batman 89. It's one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Uh, but Batman Returns is still a really good time. Uh, I think the supporting characters far and away excel in Batman Returns, and that's going to be my pick. Okay. Adam, where are you heading? So, um, yeah, The Temple of Doom is a really fun movie that I think is occasionally a little unfairly maligned because it's an easy target um, because of the reasons stated by Jesse and Marisol that I do agree with. I just think the movie's better than people give it credit for. It, it's a fun movie to watch. It's a solid Indiana Jones adventure. It's just ranked three out of the original three, and that's not terrible. Uh, that said, um, I have more passion for Batman as a character personally. Uh, so when the movies nail... Uh, what I love most about uh, the mythology surrounding Batman, I, I glom onto those movies. And Batman Returns um, is a movie I saw right when it came out. Um, I watched it repeatedly. Um, I think it's aged in a very interesting way. It leads to a lot of uh, fascinating conversations. Um, and you'll forgive me for the random aside, but just a fun fact. Um, Sean Connery and Kate Capshaw played husband and wife in a mid-90s thriller called Just Cause, where Scarlett Johansson's their daughter. And in that movie, um, Sean, uh, I, I just have to, Marisol and Jacob know where I'm going with this, because we talked about <laughs> it in Corruption. Um, in that movie, um, he's talking to a coroner about whether or not, and you'll for, forgive me for getting graphic here, um, he, he says, have you found any semen? But he says it like Sean Connery. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and and I think we could all do the impression. Um, but uh, yeah. Why don't just... you do the impression? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you brought it up. <laughs> Have you found any shaman? Oh, that was pretty good. So um, he says that he, he he says that word three or four times in the film, and I felt like the script writers like we got Sean Connery and I got gold here. Like this movie's already bad. I just gotta have him say this as many times as possible. But it's just a funny coincidence that Willie is his wife in that movie. So uh, Indiana Jones fans, if you're ever really jonesing for the cast members in an inferior film, go check out Just Cause. But my vote is Batman Returns. All right. We are three zero for uh, Batman Returns. I was not expecting that. Lauren, where are we heading? I was trying to figure out if I was going to start out chaotic. Um, I don't think so yet. I'll, I'll save it for later. Um, uh, Batman has been my favorite superhero since I was little. Um, one of my very first birthday presents was a Batman cape. And uh, so it's a little, a little unfair for me. Um, 
but I think everybody's points so far have been really great. Like the side characters are so much better. Um, are we echoing? Yeah, a little bit. I'm trying to figure that out. Go ahead, babe. Okay. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer is my favorite Catwoman, and she always will be. So she climbed a very low bar. Yeah, it's not a high bar. It's not a high bar. Um, but she is the bar. She is the bar. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna return. All right. Uh Mara, where are you heading with this one? I gotta admit, talk about a movie after my own heart, like literally ripping it out of my chest, which <laughs> is such a fond, like happy memory from childhood, which that's just as bad as it sounds. But uh <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer put a bird in her face. She had a live bird inside her face. <laughs> How is it not Batman Returns? For all the reasons everyone else said and articulated so well, I'm going to go with she put a bird in her face. <laughs> Taylor. So this one's pretty easy for me. Um, I have a lot of fun with Temple of Doom, but Indiana Jones, as I said on the last episode, is not really in my top <clears throat> echelon of things. I mean, you've got a very, very attractive Harrison Ford. But that's like yeah. really all I can put. He is shirtless for majority. I know, of the movie. I know, I know. But... <laughs> he probably looks his best in the whole series in Temple of Doom. I will give him that. Yeah, he best he looks yes. in sc on screen yes. in general. Yes, like yeah. he's yeah, younger I, because yes. it was a prequel. I, Sweat and grime never looks so good. It's true. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> the dirtier his shirt gets, the better he looks. All of these points are valid. <laughs> all of these points mm -hmm. are valid. However. When you give me Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and you put it in the Tim Burton Batman world with the way he does the world building, the aesthetics of Gotham City, just just the way Keyword that it's all aesthetics. set up. Yes. 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 Okay. Like it's 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 hard because you're like, movie. yes, Harrison Ford, the best he's ever looked. Wow. Okay, moisture. Yes, <laughs> but Michelle second. Pfeiffer as Catwoman in Tim Burton Batman World. It ha it has to be. It has to be Batman Returns. So it's Michelle Pfeiffer for all of us. I then. So. Yeah. I was talking all about. Right. The, I was actually talking about the Penguin's booty myself. But <laughs> <laughs> he's got quite ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Batman Returns makes it through, and Temple of Doom has been eliminated. All right, we move on to our next one. Avengers Infinity War versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 film. Mara, I am going to break your heart first. Where would you like to go? <laughs> I mean, I could act like it's a tough choice, but sadly it's not. It, it has to be Avengers Infinity War. I mean, I cherish that, that movie so, so much from my childhood. Those four adorable looking squishy turtle costumes uh, and all of the things that came with it, especially like my love for pizza. But it was it was like an almost impossible task. Uh, and though it's hard for me to actually separate Infinity War and Endgame, I will do so because that is what the medium calls for. But so many plot threads going on simultaneously, over 40 primary cast members uh, with their own arcs and things going on, done so well. Every single time a character shows up in Infinity War, it is like a mic drop applause break for the audience. Like it's just so well done. And it could have just been a total shit show between Infinity War and Endgame. And I think that it was almost an impossible feat of creativity from a writing standpoint. And I think it was executed well um, in all of the other aspects. So. It's a sad choice, but an easy choice. 
All right. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to head to you. What's funny is Jesse and I, after last week, were talking about Infinity War versus Endgame. And if it came down between the two, which we would pick, which led to a long discussion of us going, well, Infinity War has this, but Endgame has this. It went on for a while. Um, unfortunately, it's it's not a close call. Infinity War has so many like special moments as a fan where you have been growing up with this story and you have grown so attached to these characters. And so seeing them kind of at like some of their very peak moments, you can't really top that. Like Thor showing up in Wakanda, there's no really a total equivalent of that, unfortunately. Yes. Not yet, not yet. Um, it has to be Infinity War. I want a uh, very well-produced turtle verse. A turtle verse. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jesse, where are you going? Well, they say wise men say forgiveness is divine, but never pick turtles over a Marvel film. So I'm going to stick with Avengers Infinity War. Is that how the quote goes? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Something <laughs> <laughs> <Not> like that. <laughs> uh, Adam, where are you heading? Um. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it brief since you let me do the Sean Connery thing. Um, <laughs> short answers and short answers, infinity war, but I, I do, I do have an affinity for the original Ninja Turtles film, uh, quite fond of it. Um, but it is wrapped and nostalgia, uh, bubble wrap admittedly. Um, and not, it's not <laughs> enough to withstand the, the impact, uh, and undeniable quality of infinity war, which is a film that I ultimately will probably rewatch more, but the original Ninja Turtles is very special. So there you have it. All right. And Marisol, where are you heading with this one? Yeah, I am. I am. I am removed from the nostalgia, um, this nostalgia angle. I don't, I don't have that chip in me for, for mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, so I, I actually saw it for the first time after I saw Infinity War for the first time. Um, so I, I just was kind of just assessing them both as what they had to offer as films. Um, and yeah, for everything that you guys have said, um, especially Mara with like the Infinity War just impresses on so many levels what, especially when we see, especially in these franchises where we see like a part one and a part two, how part ones have so become like placeholders um, in these in these kind of franchises and people are like, all right, all right, but let's just get to part two. Um, Infinity War um, has some of the best um, gravitas and stakes and drama of the entire of the entire MCU um, where you feel it and everything is a mic drop like all these characters really do get their moments and you feel the stakes more um, in a series that has played it so lighthearted or not so lighthearted but where you didn't necessarily feel the stakes it really they just dropped like a hammer in um, pardon the pun um, in this <laughs> in this film um, and that really is really tough to top uh, when you're comparing it with like oh but I really loved this and I have a fondness in my heart for this um, but when you're kind of stacking them side by side is their impact in the film and their technical achievements it's really it's really difficult not to pick um, infinity war oh right and Taylor um yeah I'm kind of in the same boat where I don't really have nostalgia for TMNT like a lot of other people do um as I said on the last episode I do really appreciate what the film had to offer I really enjoyed a lot of aspects of it but it just doesn't have that kind of impact on me that it has on a lot of other people whereas Infinity War is the culmination part one of the culmination of something so impactful to me because 
you know, I, I started my relationship with watching all these MCU films with some special memories. Like my stepdad and I would go to every single movie together. Like, and it was always just such a thing that we always got so excited for to see where they were going to go next, what characters we were going to get, what moments we were going to get. And then this movie just felt like such a huge payoff to everyone who had been around the whole time. Um, so I, I have to pick Infinity War. And with that, Infinity War makes it through. We are heading to our next so matchup, close. though. So close. <laughs> we have Daredevil versus Star Trek The Motion Picture. Taylor, I'm going to start with Spicy. Oh, great. Um, okay, so this one's interesting for me because... I don't necessarily like either one of these <laughs> movies very much. I think Star Trek The Motion Picture has more to offer on the level of competent filmmaking. <laughs> and that's about where I'm at with this. Um, Daredevil's fun and it's edgy and it has its moments. Um, Star Trek The Motion Picture, I think, is visually interesting to me, but that's about... As far as it goes, I don't know, man. If both, if we just went, both of these can just leave. I would be like, all right, I'm not missing out on much. Um, if I had to pick one, and the way I'm going to do this is because I don't really have strong feelings either way. The way I'm going to pick this is if I had to pick one to put on right now, just just to watch, and I was like, you know what? All right, I could put this on to watch it. I'm going to pick Daredevil because I would. It's just, it's kind of ridiculous. And I feel like I'd be more entertained by putting it on. So I'm going to pick Daredevil. All right. Uh, Jesse, where are you heading? Well, um, for these reasons, if none other, you got Evanescence, Seether, and Finger Eleven in a Marvel film and a very complex. Language, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> A very confident uh, Matt Murdock, I think. Uh, John Favreau's true Marvel debut, uh, which I think I've brought up before. Um, Star Trek, the motion picture is, you know, what they, there's that saying out there that's like every odd numbered Star Trek movie is one of the weaker ones. And Daredevil's not the worst Marvel film that's ever been made. Uh, so it's got that going for it. So I think this is a little bit of the. The winners of the losers matchup, and kind of like what Taylor said, I, I would rather watch Daredevil, I think, because it would keep me awake and invested, and Colin Farrell is a treasure. That's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, not the worst is the bar that we're at. All right, Mara, are you going to raise that bar a little, or where are we at? <laughs> so it's tough. I, I thought I was going to go one way with this. And then I changed my mind and then I changed my mind again. So I, I really hate the bloated nature of Star Trek, the motion picture. I get why they did space porn. It was like their first movie and they had all these cool special effects and stuff. It's like, look at the ship. It goes through space. That's so pretty. Like that's true. Still going through space. Legitimately cut out like 32 <laughs> minutes of the movie. If you just cut out all the space stuff. Um, and daredevil is a lot more rewatchable in the sense that like when it's on it's like so it's relatively inoffensive it's not so bad that i hate it and it's not good enough for me to like concentrate on it but i think that perhaps it is it is my nostalgia talking and i'm okay with it 
I just love, I love watching the original series characters be those characters. And I would rather sit through space porn than just kind of wait around for Daredevil to finish. So I'm actually going to vote for Star Trek, the motion picture. All right. Uh, Marisol, I'm going to go to you. Where are you heading? Okay. Um, I like that. I like that. Mara almost swayed me with that. Um, I, I do. I do like that. Um, I still, I still am going to stick with Daredevil. Um, I still am going to stick with it. Um, not by much, really not by much. Um, but I am going to stick with it for, I'm going to lean towards the reasons that people were saying before. Um, faster pace. It, it is, it does check into like the, there's, there's, there's more, there's more hits. There's a faster series of things to, you know, make fun of, I guess, in that, you know, there's more to just keep it, keep it spinning, keep it like, before, you know, it moves on to something else that you could just, just laugh at. I'm like, yeah, isn't this ridiculous? Um, and you don't quite have those hits, um, those, those hits per minute uh, in, in the motion picture. Um, I uh, would watch the motion picture again and, and just kind of a, Anytime I watch it again, I'll just probably appreciate it just an inch more. And Daredevil, every time I watch it again, I'll be like, yep, this is ridiculous, and I'm enjoying <laughs> it. Um, so for that reason alone, I'll probably lean with Daredevil. All right. Adam, where are you heading? What can I say? I'm a V'ger stan. <laughs> Everyone gets that reference? Yes. Star Trek motion picture people. Okay. Okay. Which um, Voyager was it, though, Adam? <laughs> okay, I you put me on the spot, and uh, Christian told me he'd find me if I answered any tr more trivia questions this week on <laughs> the shows. Because I did two of those video chronic quizzes, and I and I and I feel like drones outside my house. Um, <laughs> he feels like every MCU actor ever. Yeah, <laughs> I've been jonesing for a match so much. I'm like, yeah, give me Inglorious Bastards and Congo. I don't care. Um, so anyway. Uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture, um, uh, I, I said it last week. I enjoy this movie more than most people. And yeah, it is space porn, but so is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, 2001 mm. Space Odyssey, the ultimate, ultimate uh, space indulgence. Um, and I, I will say that the motion picture, um, it has cinematography, it has the score. But my favorite mm -hmm. Star Trek movies are one through six, all, all six of them, including Final Frontier. I like watching all of them because of the original characters, like Mara said. And Daredevil, I I don't despise that movie compared to that era of, of Marvel. Um, but it's it's um it's a very superficial movie to me. I don't I don't engage with it much, um, especially since the Charlie Cox series came out and uh, Star Trek the Motion Picture, whenever I go back and rewatch the the original films, I like kicking it off with that because that was really just getting them all in the same room again. And then Wrath of Khan ran with it. Um, and that's why I think they're a fun double feature. All right. Lauren, are you going to end this or tie, it, tie us up? Where are you heading? Unfortunately, I'm going to break my dad's heart. Um, <laughs> I feel really unrefined picking Daredevil. But I know I said it last week. It's, it's the seesaw scene for me. Um, and the ridiculous scene in the rain. You know the one. Um, Daredevil is just more fun for me. And my ADD brain 
was like, I like fun. Call <laughs> is it, feral, it good? Kill the woman no, but is it fun? Yes. <laughs> um, I would much rather put Daredevil on and wait for my two favorite scenes than watch Star Trek. I'm so sorry, Dad. Please don't disown me. <laughs> and as uh, Ben Goddard says in the chat, Daredevil vs. Star Trek, which movie is hornier? Daredevil. Daredevil. Uh, outright, I mean, surface level, know. Daredevil. Subliminally, Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What movie the characters would suddenly break out into an orgy? Absolutely the motion picture. Yeah. Yes. Plus, Viger and Reverend Camden had a lot of steam. In oh, yeah. Motion oh, yeah. in the motion picture. Also, what There's so much like repressed almost for, sexuality you know I mean? in that. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, it is unfortunately Star Trek. The unfortunately, unfortunately has the, been eliminated. The subliminally hornier movie has what been eliminated. Oh, hey, All Percy, right. I'm not we mad are... about that. It was by a hair. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We are moving on to Harry Potter yeah. and the Chamber of Secrets versus Doctor Strange. Lauren, I'm going to start with you. Uh -oh. Oh, oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. No. <laughs> this household is going to be divided. This is what the show is about. Let's go. <laughs> Are you Team Lauren or Team Jesse? It's, uh, <laughs> can we get the hashtags going? <laughs> oh, no. This is our civil war, baby. Oh. Remember how much we love I each love other. you so much. Great. Um, it's, for now. It's Harry Potter. Um, if nothing else, for young Hermione, just everything about her. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. But, Right now, I love Harry more. Interesting. We're uh, we're yeah, we're we're hurting people. We're hurting yeah. people. This Hell is yeah. the point, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the show. <laughs> all right, Jesse. Uh, I, no, I why don't you make it really the... twisted? Why don't you just wait all the way around so I can simmer <laughs> on it, and so I can just like sit here and stew? <laughs> <laughs> you want to show? Uh... <laughs> All right, Marisol, where are you heading? Um, this is really this one's actually yeah, this one hurts more. It's, yeah, the one the one before I was just like, oh well, you know, they've been like, oh, which one don't like, don't I like, do I not enjoy a little less or something like that? But like this one is 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 genuinely difficult for me. Um, Who's this is one of on, Marisol. <laughs> <laughs> this is I mean, forget what shirt I'm wearing. This is this is one of the I think we'll all agree one of the lesser one of the lower ranked Harry Potter films, but still absolutely very solid, very good Potter versus for me at least. I know everybody's got their favorite MCUs. I get it. Um, but for me, one of the ones that one of my my personal like more favorite MCU films. Um, so this is actually, but Harry Potter is, I'm such a stand for Harry Potter that, that, that this is, it's so ingrained in me. It's, it's a lifelong favorite that this is actually genuinely difficult for me for that specific reason. Um, so I'm trying to be objective. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to be objective, but, um, Dr. Strange is so spectacular. Uh, and, and I think it set up its world so well. And I still think I still think that the Columbus movies um, don't get enough credit for being something that the fans all loved, which is a 
page to screen faithful adaptation of the books, um, which is something that the fans then would complain about in the later films. Like, oh, you cut this, you cut that. Like, you know, like, like, you know, you switch this, you went through this cut in there, you went through the shortcut in the screenplay just to make it work. Like the first two films are everything, everything they could possibly put from the books into the film. They didn't, they didn't miss a beat. You know, very, 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 very few things they missed. Um, um, most of them are in the, in the deleted scenes anyway. Um, so I actually have to go back to, as I, we, I can't betray my Potter fan roots, I have to actually go with my heart with this and stick with Chamber of Secrets. Um, wow. It's, it's, it was really for very, very different reasons, but when I average it out, um, I love Harry Potter too much. And I would, this movie means too much to me personally. Um, and I still really love this world. I'm so invested in this world. And I still think Chamber of Secrets is, is a really great film. Um, and it and it's and it hits the nail on the head for true Potter fans. So I'm going to go with Chamber of Secrets. I have wow, one, all right. one so far on my team. <laughs> uh, Adam, where are you heading with this one? Now, Marisol, if it had been Doctor Strange and Crimes of Grindelwald, would that have been a little easier for you? Sorry, Grindelwald. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I, it's not fair to bring it up. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you would have had an argument to pick Son of Mask over Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay, like I, I am, I, re I hate Crimes of Grindelwald. So <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's coming up on this. It's gonna, I, I will. It's not coming be up at some point. Yeah, I will not yeah, be yeah. kind to it. Um. So yeah, Chamber of Secrets. Uh, last week, I I vouched for it getting through to this round because um those first two movies did establish the world really well. And then Prisoner of Azkaban is what I think opened it up um, uh, in a really interesting way. Um, Doctor Strange is a character I've been waiting to see on screen for a very long time. Um, like Jesse, I grew up loving the 90s Spider-Man TV show. And whenever Doctor Strange would show up on that, I would get really excited. That was my introduction to Doctor Strange. And then I started paying attention to him in the comics a lot more. And when uh, the Marvel Universe really started to gain its wings cinematically, um, I knew Doctor Strange would eventually get worked into it. But magic is just such a complicated concept. Like, how do you introduce it and make it interesting and believable and not completely silly? And um, I just, that's why I think Doctor Strange is a successful movie. Um, I think it stands alone really well i know it's got like the thor scene but like other than that i think it really stands separately very well from a lot of the other marvel movies and not every marvel movie can say that um uh and um i think people oversimplify dr strange's character by saying oh he's another tony stark because you could say that about the comic books um doc uh stephen strange is a very different character um they butt heads for a reason in in infinity war and that's why those scenes are so great um, but they're 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 both type A, but they're different people, and I think Benedict nailed that in the role, and I just like the vibe of this movie. Um, so Doctor Strange is my vote. I'm sure uh, Potter's going to get plenty of representation, but my vote for Doctor Strange isn't for the MCU at large. It's for this specific film. All right, uh, Mara, I'm going to go to you. Oh, we don't want to hear what Jesse's going to say. I'm leaving him to last so that he can either ruin his relationship or sleep on a couch for a month. I'm, so I'm, it's, I'm ready it's... whenever. I've got. Because if it's All tied right. up three three, he's got a choice. Oh, that's true. I see what you're doing here. Okay. Uh, so... Wait, no, go back. Stop. <laughs> 
So anyway, <laughs> since it is my turn and we've all decided this, um, <laughs> this is, it's, it's tougher than it looks because I, I agree wholeheartedly with what Marisol mentioned. I think it is a fantastic page to screen adaptation, uh, probably almost the most true one. And again, hot Voldemort. Also, by the way, Kenneth Branagh, just uh, if you haven't seen him uh, as Hamlet uh, and you would like to ruin pants, that's what you watch. So, um, but I got to say, though, even with all of that, uh, there's it's a rich world and they had to develop it so much in that movie to set us up for the what would be a more serious story in the next one. I also have to look at Doctor Strange and what its its characteristics are, what the things are that I love about it that I don't get elsewhere. I love, love, love so much the anticlimax of its end. I absolutely love subverting mm -hmm. the expectation of the big CGI fight scene and the sky beams and the whatevers that just kind of plague lesser superhero movies. And uh, Brains Over Brawn is just so wonderful. Um, hot young Voldemort and Hamlet versus pasty pale English person who cannot speak with an American accent to save the start life. But um, the special effects in that movie are mind blowing. It's so immersive. I agree with Adam. I love that it's it's insulated and it's singular, but I do love that they created a plot element like using the Eye of Agamotto and introducing it only at the very end as an infinity stone. And I love all that connective tissue. And despite his poor accent work and my love for Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, I'm also going to pick Doctor Strange. No. Interesting. I've had Schmodown matches less stressful than this. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone saw this week, that's saying something. <laughs> Where are you going, Tyler? Uh, okay, come on, Taylor. Um, all right. So, no helping. So, so here's quiet. the thing, guys. All right. Harry Potter is a huge, huge part of my childhood. I was exactly the right age when the movies came out. Like, I got the books read to me by my parents when I wasn't old enough to, to quite get through them myself. Um, Doctor Strange was so exciting for me, though, as, like, a introduction to the MCU because we've kind of talked about how it, it was such a big part of bringing magic, you know, the magic that we're getting now into the MCU, um, they did a great job with the effects. The story's great. But I also, like, look at it and go, you had Rachel McAdams and Chiwetel Ejiofor, and what did you do with them? <laughs> like, what? Why, why? Like, why didn't we get the things from those characters that I was really hoping for? I'm still hoping we get those things. I'm giving them a chance to, to kind of still go there at some point. But it's so tough because it, this one really is like everyone's saying is like, so it's so hard for me because it brought something new to the MCU stands really well on its own. Um, and, and just, it does, it does so much overall for the MCU, but it does so much on its own as a standalone film. <sighs> like, but then it's changed. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> this hurts my soul so much. Oh my God. Taylor, hug oh one of Taylor, hug one of your backpacks. <laughs> um, Come okay. on, depending on what you pick, you make Jesse decide all of this. I know. And that's fine. I know. Even even without that on the table. Um, yeah. Like when I first saw this, when I first saw this, I went, "Damn it! This makes this hurts me for like I'm in pain for a lot of different reasons." 
but I have to go with what my heart like immediately went for, and that's Chamber of Secrets. Oh, you're going to make me do this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was really hoping you wouldn't make me do it. Hey, Jesse, there's going to be two of us sleeping on couches tonight. Um, <laughs> it's fairly well established that Chamber of Secrets is my least favorite of the Harry Potter franchise. Uh, I... The, the I think the straight book to screen adaptation hurts the film more than helps it. I think that it needed an editor, and it doesn't have that. It, it's two and a half hours long. It's this. It's one of the longest Harry Potter. Hold films. on, I just want to say you're doing this, and then you're going to be like, okay, I'm doing this, but Jesse, you're the one that gets. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jesse's the one who's going to actually do this. <laughs> But I am I am tying it up. Uh, Doctor Strange <laughs> is getting my vote because I would. Uh, Doctor Strange gave me something I had never seen before. Harry Potter gave me uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets gave me Philosopher's Stone two. And if and if this was Azkaban versus Doctor Strange, I'm sorry, Azkaban's going through. If it was probably any other except, ex if it was probably any of the other ones except. No, actually, if it was any of the other ones, I probably it, it would go through. It's just Doctor Strange wow. is something new, other except uh, it's something new. It's something we'd never seen before. So, sorry, Jesse, it's up to you. <laughs> so do, do, you, do you want to kiss me one last time? Hang on, one, two, <laughs> <laughs> one last one. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to happen? What does that mean? Okay. <laughs> um, I just I want to add on to what Taylor said um, on the list of what did you do with Scott Atkins? Martial arts phenomenon was in that film. What did you do with him? So points against Doctor Strange there. Um, I love Harry Potter. I read the majority of the books, so that doesn't give me a lot of points because I didn't get through all the way through it, but I read a lot of them. I've watched the series start to finish multiple times. Uh, I feel a little bit in the way that Jacob does is that not as strongly though. I don't think Chamber of Secrets is the weakest. I actually, it's one of my favorites to be honest, but I also feel like standing up for the little guy, not that Marvel's the little guy, but Harry Potter has what eight, nine more entries that are going to come across in our escapades of challenging movie to movies. There's one Dr. Strange. He gets one shot. This is it. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters in and outside of comics. Um, I love you so much. I, <laughs> I also love the hoary host of Hogarth, the Eye of Agamotto, and the Vault and Boots, and all that good stuff. So we also forgot to mention that at the end of the movie, not only is the anti-climax really good, but there's the whole rewind thing that happened before Tenet. <laughs> So not only did he inception better than Christopher Nolan, he also tinted better than Nolan. So there's those marks that have to be stated before I can make a decision. And Chamber of Secrets with the Basils. I love the CGI and the practical effects, which was really impressive. We hadn't seen that a lot. Um, Forty-five like we didn't get minutes later, strange. Lauren, Lauren, disappointed, Lauren. I Lauren and I are going to start our own therapy chat <laughs> session together of like what, what, why. Wait, yeah. Hey, man. Man. What, does Dan, what does Dan think? What, is, what would Dan pick? 
<laughs> oh, I can tell you right now, he would pick Doctor Strange. He oh, had okay, his least favorite Harry Potter film against one of his higher ranked MCU films. Uh, easy choice. I, would you like I for me to, to get him? I, maybe. I want to say that there's, there's Harry Potter movies that would be Doctor Strange. It's just not Chamber of Secrets. So we'll see if he comes against Harry again down the line and see what if happens. You, I mean, I don't know if you want to put that into the universe and hope for that because that, <laughs> might, not, that might not be good. All right. Be, and I'm going to I'm gonna accept that as... <laughs> I'm going to accept that as an official answer and Doctor Strange makes it through beating out Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. All right. I sleep over them. They're both good movies. They're both they're All both right. really good movies. Yeah, this we move tough, on. Okay. Oh, yay. We move on to the one that's going to make me sleep on the couch. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King versus Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. What? Adam, I'm going to start with you. Um, so Lord of the Rings and Star Wars are two of my most beloved franchises. Um, and it extends beyond, uh, the, you know, uh, critically acclaimed acceptable stuff. Um, I like the Hobbit trilogy. I like rewatching it. I like the Star Wars prequels. I like watching all the Star Wars movies. Um, and honestly, uh, one way I got addicted to trivia is because Lord of the Rings and Star Wars both put out. Uh, Trivial Pursuit board games in the 2000s with a DVD where you could play scenes where you had to like answer questions within a certain Seen amount of time. Uh, well, it was before seeing it, oh, and okay. that's why that's why it was specifically the Trivial Pursuit versions of these games. So um, those those were a lot of fun. Um, uh, Phantom Menace, we we put it through the next round, uh, you know, on good faith because you know we were pointing out all the things it does right, but there's so much that is stilted and you know not not the greatest. Um, and Return of the King is an end cap to uh, what I consider to be a cinematic masterpiece of movies, uh, you know, as a whole. Um, so Return of the King is my vote. Uh, Star Wars will come back in this. I'm not worried about it, but it's not much of a contest, even though I love both franchises dearly. Um, Return of the King over the Phantom Menace. All right, Jesse. So, where are you heading with this one? If I remember correctly, um, I don't believe it was a landslide when Phantom Menace made it through. It beat out Constantine last week. Yeah, that was a bit of a mixed bag, I think. And yes, I think that we was. all knew that Phantom Menace wasn't going to make it through the long haul. I wanted to give it its due respect and uh, hope that it, you know, uh, made it through because it's enjoyable, uh, at least to the next round, which it did. Um, not a chance in hell. It's the Return <laughs> of the King by far and away. Uh, this is one of those ones, uh, no offense to Ninja Turtles, but kind of like when Ninja Turtles came up against Infinity War, I felt a little guilty, felt a little bad for it. And I think that's kind of the case here. Like, I think whether you are a Middle Earth fan or not, you got to look at the acclaim, the awards, the acting, the entertainment, the epic. You got to throw the extended editions in there. And just it's so rich and beautiful and action packed and it makes you cry. And it's got if you haven't read the books, it's got an ending that kind of surprises you. I didn't expect Frodo to lose his finger. That was very upsetting when I was younger. So uh, with all those things put together. Um, I will pick Frodo losing his finger over Darth Maul getting cut in half. Finger, right. finger beef legs. All right, any Rankin Bass fans in here? Mara, are you going to back me up on this? Frodo of well, the Nine Fingers I'm, in the Ring of Doom? 
<laughs> I'm honestly so excited because I never thought I'd hear you say that. <laughs> I'm so impressed right now. And I, I think I might have to see about if a trade can happen. I feel like I'm being drawn to the dark side. Okay. 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 Because yes. uh, I want the Rankin Bass Middle Earth movies to be an IG. I don't care that they weren't theatrically released. They oh. should be an IG alongside the, the uh, Bakshi yeah. film. Yeah. Um, oh, see, now I really want to pull for the BBC um, Chronicles of Narnia to be put in there too. Because it's right, way yeah. better. Yeah, PJ is ripping his hair out. So, um, <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah. And every the, other IG competitor is as well. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, have you seen the animated Return of the King? This is beautiful. Yeah, so I've seen <laughs> I've seen the the uh, Bakshi one many more times because mm -hmm. my grandma owned it, and for whatever reason, she had nothing I was interested in other than that movie. So I would watch <laughs> it, and then at the Hold time, in the Hocus Pocus. Right? And well, we had Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. But when um, the Lord of the Rings came out, my mom thought it was too adult, and she wouldn't let me watch it. So I just kept watching the animated one, and then the Return of the King I found at the library. So I watched it once or twice when I read it. Good place to find it, yeah. yeah. No, it's a lot of fun, and that song is so catchy. And where there's a whip, there's a way. All the songs in Return of the King are. Yeah, we could we could do a whole. So I'm sorry. Uh, I'll shut up now. <laughs> Mara, no, I, where I, are I, you I, going? I, with this one? I want to hear where you're going now. <laughs> well, no, I just have I I love those animated movies. I love the weird, clunky, unofficial trilogy of The Hobbit, The Bakshi, Lord of the Rings, and then the Rankin Bass Return of the King. It's so awkward and weird, and all of them together just point out how strange the source material is. And then Peter Jackson made it look so cool mm -hmm. um, and <laughs> like normal <laughs> in a way. Like it's like yeah, 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 orcs, right. Right, and and this old these old animated movies, you realize how strange it all is, and like like the Balrog in the Bakshi movie is a lion. I, I don't a lion with wings. It makes no sense. It's like a griffin <laughs> on fire. Yeah. <sighs> Mara, where are you heading with this one? So the the minute I first read it, I was like, okay, it's really really obvious, and I thought about it, and I was like, yeah. It, it still is. I, I love, I cherish Phantom Menace. I am, I'm a defender of the fact that it's worth talking about trade boycotts and Senate hearings to get to Duel of the Fates. One of the most beautiful pieces of movie, uh, movie cinema, magic, uh, musical stuff ever written mm -hmm. combined with one of the awesome lightsaber fights ever. But even that being a really high high is still lower than the lowest low of Return of the King for me. So everyone else has said, so many great things about it. I'm just gonna throw my throw my vote over to Middle Earth. Uh, Marisol. Yep. 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 No brainer. <laughs> I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, yeah. Not not because I'm not a fan of Phantom Menace. You know, decent with all the the iconic moments that um, are still quite memorable. And I will, of course, I'll rewatch Phantom Menace. I I will watch and enjoy Phantom Menace. Return of the Kings. Eleven Oscars. Once in a lifetime film from a once in a lifetime production trilogy. Um, no brainer. Oh, Adam, uh, you missed it. She voted for Phantom Menace. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, Wild card, bitches. Uh, you'll have to forgive me. I just wanted uh just commit this to memory. Yes. No. Uh, <laughs> yep. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's a used Hollywood video copy because I could wow. not find it anywhere. 
I didn't, I didn't know anybody else yeah. knew about Hollywood Video. That was my job. Oh, yeah. I used to work there. Uh, <laughs> once upon a time, I was an assistant manager at Hollywood, in Hollywood Video. I know. What are the odds? Yeah. Only an assistant manager, though? Were you really? the one that told yeah, my mom? Yeah, they went out of business before I could GTA. get promoted, Mara. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was Adam. I believe that was Adam in my heart. Uh, all right, Lauren, I'm going to let you have the second last pick. Oh, gosh. I mean, what can I say that hasn't already been said? Uh, this isn't saying a lot because I do it all the time anyways, but Return of the King makes me cry every time I watch it. Um, I'm I'm a sucker for all the, the big moments and the emotional highs. It's the end game of Middle Earth for me. Um, Two Towers is still my favorite, but... You're saying Five Armies isn't the end game of Middle Earth? <laughs> Don't There's talk to so, me. so many armies, though. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's got to be Return of the King. I, I do love Phantom Menace, genuinely. I feel like I have so much fun watching it, um, but it, it, can't, it can't overcome Return of the King. <laughs> Adam you has straight right. cred now. For <laughs> well, actually, you know what? You know what happened was, I wish I could say I stole it, so when we were liquidating the stores, it was a great time, right? Um, <laughs> and there, like, all these DVDs were on clearance, so I bought the store copy of Return of the King for like three bucks or something. Um, I, oh my god, yeah. okay. Alright, this happened on a show I was on last night. I was reviewing uh, the Twister ripoff movie Tornado, and I still had the receipt. <gasps> I still have the receipt for this movie from Hollywood <laughs> Video. Wow. With the Doc oh. Matrix uh, oh. uh, paper. Um, oh and I paid oh, I paid four dollars and thirty four cents for this. You should frame that. Yeah. I will. I will. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I'm going to let you talk that's about. That's a piece of history right there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, talk about your love for Phantom Menace. I just feel like I've been personally beat up right now. I've been left for last and I've just been punched in the face like 700 times. Um, yeah, look, Lord of the Rings is fine. Also, I just I just noticed I just noticed it says Lord of the Kings on oh, the screen. Whoops. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of bad um, spin-offs, Return of the King. Yeah. Lord of the Kings, Return of the King. Nailed it. Um, Thanks, Taylor. You're welcome. That's your revenge. Um, <laughs> it's never no, good. Like, I, I appreciate, I objectively like. appreciate, I objectively appreciate the Lord of the Rings films. I think they're beautifully shot, wonderfully acted. You know, the, all of the awards were there for Return of the King. Like, I get that. It's great. It's fine. Um, that just doesn't mean anything to me. Like, objectively, I can appreciate Lord of the Rings movies, but they don't mean anything to me. Like, they just, they don't. I saw them for the first time when I was, like, 20. I was like, all right, this is what's going to put me to sleep, so that's cool. Don't put Taylor um, in the corner. I've never heard anybody say those words until right now, and I ne so I never, <laughs> yeah, you watch me real time, you react to how much they hurt. Like, how much they like, See, I just I sat, I sat here. I sat here while we round robin. Everyone, everyone beat me up. So now it's my turn to fire back at everybody. Like I'm getting, I'm getting pissed. I, I knew it was, was going to be bad when she started out. I Hit just feel like 
You know it's going to be brutal when it starts that way. You know what you you believe in, even though it's a losing battle. Look, look, this is this is me. Like I'm surrounded by the five armies by myself alone, (laughs) and I'm just shooting my shot. And the wereworms. Like I know that I'm going down, so I'm just going down swinging. I'm taking everything with me. We're proud of you. We're all Um, we're all pushing, and Taylor says, "You shall not bow." Taylor Um, Taylor's officially like the king of the United. Yeah, I don't know if she understands. So look, I just I need to say my piece here because like we all the because because I feel like I have so many moments like this that are awaiting me in the bracket. This is just the first one where I'm like, all right, punch number one. Speak your truth. Log it. Um yeah. Any but the honestly like objectively i know that lord of the rings return of the king is a better movie it's better made it's better acted you know the like it's just it's better i get that but for me if i'm gonna pick one to put on like i will put on the phantom menace every time like i i just will like i know that it's not the better movie i know that but i don't care like i just i don't care i will put on the phantom menace and i will enjoy enjoy all the bad effects and the and the federation talks and all of the nonsense and i will listen to the score and it will give me goosebumps and i will have a great time so there's my piece we'll support there's you my every piece. step of the way you're nothing but my respect for being true to you taylor yeah i'll pick lord of the rings and they'll move on but now you, you stuck to your convictions so that's well done thank you okay, well done Thank you. I ask Taylor, I want to ask Taylor a question. Would you yes. rather visit the Shire or Otaganga? Ooh, I mean, we could pop over to the Shire right now if we wanted. I mean, that's true. I don't know that's if we true. can anymore. I think, <laughs> pop, I think, I think they closed the bubble. That's not what I'm <laughs> yeah, we can. Shut actually. your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so don't technically, I should probably pick. I, sh- I should probably pick the Shire because, like, we could pop over to it yeah. if we wanted. Really. <laughs> When I was there, they told me that I got to be a hobbit because I'm tiny. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Do they give you feet to wear? (laughs) Actually, I just use my own real feet. (laughs) I did 20 years of ballet. My feet are disgusting looking. (laughs) (laughs) They're both scar tissue and like surgical marks and stuff. Like they've been cut up and sewn back together a bunch. <laughs> it's all, all good. Right. My feet are quite flat, so they. Would all right, where are we going good. next? Am I getting punched in the face again? Let's go. I don't think so. No, this one's You're a like nice Rocky. palate cleanser. You're getting back up let, again, though, Taylor. Taylor. You don't first ever go time. down. Yeah. <laughs> this one's a nice palate cleanser. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> Dead Men Tell No Tales, or Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze. Taylor, I'm just gonna let. <laughs> well, you Well, I don't have anything passionate to say about this. That's fair. Like you can start me off, but <laughs> it's gonna be very anticlimactic compared to the rant that I just went on. Um, I mean, yeah, I really don't have much to say about this, to be perfectly honest. Um, I have a lot of fun with Secret of the Ooze. I'm I'm gonna vote for Mutated Dandelions, so that's where I'm going. All right, uh, Marisol, I haven't gone to you in a while. Where are you heading? Cool. Here's my uh, here's my yeah, here's my first like like silly silly nonsense reasons of the night while I choose, um, why I choose what I choose. Um, this one's simpler for me. Um, I think I had this reasoning the other week too. So you don't get to judge me because they're my reasonings and it makes sense in my head. But <laughs> um, but uh, Dead Man Tell No Tales versus 
uh, a movie that I haven't seen yet. I haven't had the pleasure of seeing yet, Secret of the Ooze, um, that I've heard nothing but um, nostalgia and fondness for, for from the people that have. Um, and I've got to hear this 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 mythical turtle rap that of which of which these fellows speak. Did you um, just see Mara's pupils grow? Like <laughs> <laughs> so, Wonderful. would I rather? I had a similar reasoning last week. Would I rather just like take a shot and just watch Secret of the Ooze for the first time or sit through Dead Man Tell No Tales again for like two hours and like whatever, like 25 minutes? Yeah, I'm going to take a shot and I'm going to watch Secret of the Ooze. So I'm going to take Secret of the Ooze. I dig that. That is, that I, I, is fantastic. I dig that. I can live with that. All right, Mara, where are you heading? I think I know. Oh. <laughs> I would be betraying everything about my childhood in this matchup with a Pirates movie where no one was trying anymore versus a movie where they That's got new true. and improved turtle Jeffrey costumes. Was still trying. Jeffrey Rush was still trying. Jeffrey Rush is always great. You're right. But they got new and improved turtle costumes with little like freckles on their on their snouts now. And they got Ernie Reyes Jr. out of the costume for Donatello and he got to be a human being on screen because he's so good at martial arts. Like Again, Taylor said dandelions, big fan of those. Um, you've got a wrap. Uh, I, I, I just, can I, is there more to, donuts? Donuts with like yes. medicine inside of them? I don't know why the QAnon people haven't been talking about how they're vaccinating us through donuts because of the <laughs> so, like it's 100% QAnon vaccine donuts. It's secret. I, I love Mara's like full in on, on the rap. And I'm like, but have we considered the mutated dandelion? Like that's my point every single time. I'm just like, look guys, come on. Jesse, where are you heading? Uh, <laughs> So oh, this is this is objectively it's supposed to be like the true. best <laughs> like we're, we're trying to find out the best um geek movie, right? Best comic yeah. geek movie. Not your favorite, right? It's up to no, it's, it's it's literally uh, completely no, don't say up that. To don't you. say that. Tell me what we're doing. No, no, there's no <laughs> no the movies for this reason. You just have to pick which one this yeah, is. Yeah, you have be. to pick maybe this it's, or this. Taylor literally just picked wrong. Star Wars because yeah. of her heart, not I, her head. I didn't. I literally went. I'm not picking the objectively better film, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, Jesse. Okay, there is no me, wrong answer as long as it's your right answer. I, I guess I don't know if the animated TMNT is on this list or not, but if it's not, it is. This, oh well, all right. Well, that didn't make it easier. <laughs> I was gonna say that. For me, this is especially after we eliminated the the '90s original Turtles movie. This is the only one that stands a chance to make it any further because I have such a fond nostalgia love. This is one of the first VHSs I wore out, and I quite enjoy Dead Men Tell No Tales. But I can watch Super Shredder, Toka, and Razor just every day forever. And then they like put that thing into place where they're like, oh, it's too violent for kids. We can't use real weapons anymore. So Michelangelo has to beat people up with sausage links. And I'm like, it's just more entertaining. It's just, it's more special. There's something very special about it. And if this was uh, Curse of the Black Pearl versus Secret of the Ooze, no contest. I'm giving it to Black Pearl. But I gotta pick my Turtle Boys at least once. All right. Uh, Adam, where you got? I hated it. So I just got to say, I love how Jacob this whole time has been like, oh, no, I'm going to sleep on the couch. And then and then he's like, he's like, but this bag of hammers next to me actually picked <laughs> Phantom Menace. 
<laughs> like what a what a dolt. Like I mean, she had her reasons, man. She had her reasons. That's what I was made. That's what I was meaning, though. That she picked it with her heart. She said, yeah. "I, I, with my head, Lord of the Rings, heart, uh, Star Wars." So I was going. It was the perfect illustration. <laughs> Can just, we be mad at anything he says when he has an accent? I mean, come on. No, no, and that's well. That's like, how I tricked her to come here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be right back. Lauren's holding down the fort. Okay. Oh no. Um, be chaotic, so, baby. I love you. So, dead men. That is some great relationship support. Be chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Um. So with uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, I said last week, I saw this way after it came out. And because I had incredibly low expectations, I thought it was better than I expected. Not great, but watchable. But yeah, Secret of the Use, like many, uh, I it was formative for me. Something I haven't mentioned with all this Ninja Turtles talk is in the early 90s, I don't know if anyone else experienced this, but there was a traveling musical act based on the Ninja Turtles. And it was like a... a a hired band that would dress up in the Ninja Turtle outfits and they would play like rock music um, in random towns across the, uh, the United States. And uh, I got to go to one of those concerts in the early nineties. I was like six or seven years old and it was just, that cemented my fandom for the turtles. So um, by the time the second movie came out, I w it was a fever pitch. And when I was younger, secret of the use was my favorite turtles movie by a landslide because it's made for kids. Um, and those of us who grew up with it and loved it really cling to that. But it's also got so many funny moments. Um, Ernie Reyes uh, Jr., like Mara said, you know, getting to see daylight in it was nice. And it also gave us surf ninjas. So you got that, uh, you know, going for it as well. Um, but yeah, Secret of the Use is my pick. Um, you know, uh, I wouldn't always pick Kevin Nash over Paul McCartney in terms of cameos, but I do, I do have to say, Secret of the Use is my vote. All right, uh, who have uh, Lauren? I haven't gone to you. Uh, this one isn't personal. I just haven't seen it. Um, I still haven't. We were gonna watch Secret of the Use this week. I just realized this is the fifth one. What? I thought it was Dead Man's Chest. Too many dead men. No, I no, still no, stand no, no. by what I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> We were going to watch it. We ran out of time. Um, so it's not personal. I am going to pick Jeffrey Rush and Paul McCartney. Um, if nothing else for that wig he wore, it was so bad in the best way. Um, I, I just, I just haven't seen the other one. So it's not, it's not personal. Sorry. That's fair. And with that, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles does move on. All right, we are over halfway through the show at the moment, so that's awesome, guys. Let's go to our final two from round two. We have Back to the Future 2 versus The Hobbit, The Ooh. Desolation of Smaug. 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 Uh, I, want, I want you to talk about this okay. one. I want <sighs> you to talk about this one. Okay, fine. I will. All right. Um, we don't get to hear much from you, but I, I want to hear you talk about this. Okay. Uh, so Desolation Smaug is my favorite of the Hobbit movies. I said that last week and eliminated Ant-Man because of it. Uh, <laughs> and I think Back to the Future 2 is fun, but is the one that has aged the worst out of the three because it's fun, and but the it has no story. It's just things that happen to Marty. Um, 
because they didn't know that they were making a trilogy. So I, against my better judgment, uh, and what Back to the Future Part Two is fun, but I have a lot of I, I just enjoy the Hobbit, and so I'm going to go Hobbit. Let Desolation of Smaug. Adam, where are you on? Well, throw it right in my face. Why don't you? Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is a little tough. A little tough. Um, as I said, I I actually like the Hobbit movies more than most because uh, it's it's Middle Earth, um, and it's just more of that world, and I'm here for it. Um, and Desolation of Smog is um, the strongest of the three. I I would agree, um, uh, but Unexpected's underrated. Um, uh, I uh, I love the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, I, um, back to the future Two. I understand where you're coming from, Jacob, but the, at the same time, the thing I like about it is it, you know, at that point in time, a movie hadn't put that much fun, creative thought into a time travel story as mm -hmm. back to the future part two. And, you know, they had to sit down and map this out. And yeah, like it's been negated by, you know, actual scientists. Like we understand that it's a fantasy, but the thing I love about it is it simplifies the idea of these timelines and it gets to the root of the theme of the trilogy, which is, you know, messing, messing with the past and, and, and coming back and seeing, seeing, reaping what you sow. Um, and frankly, the almanac storyline has been imitated in so many movies since without people even realizing it, because that is the, the ultimate MacGuffin time travel, like, like blockbuster movie, because that almanac screws up everything. And we've seen so many time travel stories since that hinge on that same MacGuffin plot point. And I think back to the future part two really codified that, that particular uh, storytelling device. I think it's a really fun movie. Um, even though it does go back to Back to the Future Part One, and some people see that as a negative, I like that. I like seeing him seeing it from a different perspective. Um, and uh, Back to the Future Part Three is a really nice decompression chapter for me, uh, which is why that trilogy functions so well for me as a whole. So Desolation of Smog is, I think, more of uh, has more um, breathtaking spectacle to it, and it's got a, a greater sense of scale. And the score is incredible. But Back to the Future Part 2, I have seen more times than I can count. And um, and it made me love movies more. So that's my that's why I picked Back to the Future 2. I'll be short the oh. next one, I promise. That's all right. <laughs> Mara, what are you picking? I'm not going to belabor the point because I think that I spoke at length last week uh, about that I... I just don't love Back to the Future 2. I don't hate it, but I just, I don't really feel a strong connection to it. And I, I don't really love rewatching it when I do for the Schmodown. It's fine. It just didn't grab me for some weird reason. And I, I can completely objectively appreciate every single amazing thing that everyone says about it. Like, I don't disagree with any of it. It just doesn't like grab my spirit, but I'm also a Hobbit defender. I'm not going to say that all of them are great, but I think that there's a lot of good things that are in there, even in the worst of them, which is the last one. But <laughs> I, I do have to say that this is the strongest of, of those of that trilogy. And just for me personally, Back to the Future 2 is the weakest of that trilogy. So I'm actually I'm, I'm going full smog. OK, uh, Lauren, where are you heading? 
Um, we're just going to keep doing this 50 50. Um, I'm going back to the future. It, it's, it's, it resonated with me more. Um, Jesse and I were listening to some of the score on our little road trip this weekend. It's so good. It's so good. It's fun and Sylvester, baby. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I really love middle earth, like an unhealthy amount, but I really struggle with the Hobbit movies. They just did too much. Um, and I think back to the future has, has a special quality that that stuck with me since you know the first time i watched it i think it's just a fun movie there's just so many like whimsical aspects about it and i i just prefer that over the bloatedness that i think is the hobbit movies okay jesse so i think um everybody would disagree with part of the statement maybe but for me both of these films are respectfully the strongest in their trilogy, personally for me. That's not by a lot. I know that Back to the Future 1 is like a masterpiece and everything, but just like Lauren said, it resonated with me as a child. And growing up, it was the one I watched the most. It was the one I had the most fun with. Uh, and that's what the Back to the Future trilogy is about for me. It's, it's fun. It's entertainment value. Um, I think... Back to the Future 2 is more is a better version of a self-contained sequel than um, I know they revisit stuff from one, but uh, Desolation of Smog has so much leading into it and it leads you on such a blatant cliffhanger. Like it's called the Desolation of Smog. What do we not get to see in the movie? The Desolation of Smog. <laughs> you don't get that until the next movie. So what Back to the Future 2. You get what is advertised. It is the second Back to the Future. There's no false advertising there. And um, I can't base it off of composers because you have Silvestri and Howard Shore and it's just yeah, all over the place. So that's a, that's a wash. Pick. That's a complete wash. So I just got to base it conceptually on how I feel inside about these movies when watching them. And I give Back to the Future 2 the slight edge. All Technically, right. prior to this movie, we did see the desolation of Dale. We just didn't see the desolation of Lake Town. Mm. You know what? That's a fair argument. <laughs> it's no, it's not an argument. It's just a, it's a uh, it's a well, actually, not a not an argument. <laughs> All right, Marisol, um, where are you going? Yeah, get get Alex Damon in his shirts. I'm actually shirts. Um. Yeah. This is this is yeah. This is another goodie. This is this is another matchup of two good movies, like two more than good movies. Um. Um. Uh. Two second movies in a trilogy you know so it's i think it's a really fair matchup um and that context makes it very unique and, and difficult to judge and less obvious to judge um uh look uh, desolation of smaug is the best of the three um i i that's i think that's a that's a common opinion i know there's some people who feel differently but i i think it's a common one and it's it's absolutely true it is the um it is the most um it is the most iconic the most memorable um Smaug gets the job done. Um, it's the best of the three. Um, but um, the 80s were on fire with sequels. And we were seeing blockbuster sequels come to life in the 80s in a way we, because I was there. Um, but uh, uh, but uh, I read things. So I talk about, because I read what people who were there, I talk about them as if I were there. Um, but we were seeing things that we hadn't before, um, especially with blockbuster sequels that were getting leaner, meaner, um, darker and expanding the worlds. Empire Strikes Back, um, even Temple of Doom, um, Superman Part Two, 
um, um, Back to the Future um, part two. Um, everything was uh, blockbuster sequels were were taken off. The the standard was being set, um, and Back to the Future Part Two is so narratively kinetic um, compared to the first one, which is an absolute masterpiece and a classic. Um, but taking that, what if? I don't think of all the sequels that I named. I don't, I don't think any of them did it as well as Back to the Future Part Two of just like taking this amazing original movie, taking this amazing concept. And just and just like, what if this happened? What if this happened? And just like going bigger and badder and expanding on it. And I will admit, because I saw this when I was quite young. So like that is a chat, like that's where it, it locks, it locks into your brain. Like it just latches on. Um, and it was spectacle of the highest order uh, for me when I was a kid. I still love the first one. The first one is my is my personal favorite of the trilogy. Um, but two is just um, two is one of the most exciting is is exciting in its own way for me to rewatch because of because of the frantic time travel all over the place time travel and because you, I know you were saying it was like a negative Jacob but like there's so much that happens and that's exciting you know when that will be very impressionable on you when you're young um, there is so much that happens um, it is um, less like narratively like like singular than than one and three um there is so much that happens and yeah like adam was saying that's what you want out of a time travel movie like that's like that's like pandora's box in a time travel movie that is fulfillment in the best order in the highest order and the highs of part two are higher than the highs of desolation of smaug for me even though i think it is the strongest absolutely the strongest hobbit movie um so when I judge when I judge the two together, I would want both of them to stay ultimately. But when I judge the two together, right against each other, I'm going to go with part two, Back to the Future. All right, Taylor. Do I need to contribute? Uh, I mean, Back to the Future Part Two will go through. I just... Yeah. So it's, okay. You, you, I gave you my turn. Okay. Because fair I didn't enough. Really have All much right. to say yeah, about this. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Well, we are on to the last of round two, and this one I think is pro uh, This could actually be a very tough one after last week. The Crow versus Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I am going to start with Mara because I think you're the one who's actually watched this movie the most recently out of everyone here. So I, I watched it right after we were finished with the show last week. And then you know what I started watching next? Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I watched right. it twice this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny too, because people are like, I literally don't get paid any money to do anything, but they all like I'm lumped in with the Marvel shills, and it's like <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but this is actually really tough. The Crow, I, I think it's a legit good movie, even if it hadn't had uh, the terrible tragedy. I think it's it's a good movie. I do think that for some people, it kind of uh, enrobes it in like an even darker, deeper fit of depression, which I personally love in filmmaking. I love uh, just feeling like you're wrapped in a cold, dark blanket of nihilism. But... Um, <laughs> I just cannot, cannot possibly get over. Um, need, need I list them? Need I list them? Uh, you got, you got Batman. You got super, super uh, sexy Alfred. Uh, Superman is still there too. Uh, Lois Lane. I, I still contend that she's aging gracefully and that she is a, a very lovely, beautiful woman. I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Uh, I, I, Wonder Woman. Just Wonder Woman theme. Wonder Woman. 
all of her, those, those boots that they make look like they're just flat shoes, but they're actually a wedge. So that way she has her shapely buttocks. Like it's just all of it. Um, yeah. Um, total sploosh moisture farmer has arrived. Done. <laughs> Taylor, where are you going? Oh, you're going to make me follow that? Yeah. I'm going to make you follow that. Um, I mean, I don't really know if, if there's much else to add to be perfectly fair. Um, I mean, I, I explained on the stream last week that I'm not the biggest uh, Dawn of Justice fan in the world, but I do really appreciate the music. Um, and in getting the director's cut, the ultimate cut that we got, I appreciate it a lot more. Um, but you know, the the crow has its own has its own merits for so many reasons. This one is definitely a tough one, just because it's it. It feels like an even matchup in the most uneven ways. Like they're very, very different movies, but they both just have so many great things going for them. Um, look, at this point, just because like, if I try to do this any other way, I'm gonna go down like this hole that I'm never gonna get out <laughs> of trying to like figure out which one to pick. Um, we're going with Dawn of Justice just just for the the moisture factor, just for the the hot cast of hot casts. <laughs> we're going with Dawn of Justice. All right, Brandon uh, Lee Maris. is a beautiful man. I he is yeah. very beautiful. Is. Agreed. Oh yeah. So is uh, Marisol. Marisol, where are you going with this one? <laughs> um, um, this isn't this isn't necessarily a a case of like an extremely weaker movie. Both solid movies here. Um, uh, for me. Um. I've talked about before about the place I, I I contextualize the crow by thinking about what it did for comic book movies. It's really I have more admiration for it um, than direct enjoyment of it. Um, it's more of admiration and looking at it in the context of everything um, and giving a some serious weight um, and telling a very very depressing and serious story in a genre where you know it was mostly just like 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 heroic heroic um, triumphant stories, uh, a character with a lot of pain and a lot of tragedy in the forefront of a comic book adaptation, um, I think is, is, was a really good, a really solid step forward um, for the kind of stories, well, as we saw mostly in the 90s of the kind of, 90s were the dark place for a lot of dark horse comic book adaptations in the 90s. Um, I don't mean literally dark horse comics, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, but uh, giving the crow its respect and its place, um, uh, I lean. I, I'm biased. I lean hard towards uh, Batman, Superman. Um, I'm I'm kinder on that movie. I I, I will defend that movie. Um, I've been very clear before. I'm a defender of it. Um, and Snyder, in particular, his take on these films um, with Dawn of Justice, in particular, I think it was such a huge gamble. Um, and I think it's just so thematically thorny. And 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 visually luscious, and I think it's really it's it's such uh, it's such an engrossing movie for for me to watch. Um, even the theatrical version, Ultimate Cut, just gets even better for me. Um, absolutely, I'm I'm still there and captivated and sold in the original version. This is a fascinating, dark place, a messy place. I will follow my superheroes to messy places all the time, um, um, all the time, and I think that um, that. Um, both films 
really go into that really deep, ugly, dark corner of being being an Avenger and what are you fighting for and, and what what is motivating you um, in terms of when it comes to our heroes or, or anti-heroes. Um, but I think that um, uh, Batman, uh, Dawn of Justice has uh, more of the grandeur and the, the epicness um, and the technical um, precision, just, just excellence um, to bump it above the crow. And I would watch that one again first. And I really, really love it. It's filled with characters that I'm closer to. So that's my pick, Dawn of Justice. All right, Lauren, I'm going to go to you. I okay, I, I, I did I did half my homework. Um, <laughs> we we listened once again to the score. I think Mara and I should just have one of these where we debate scores because oh, yes. I could do that all day. Um, the score was a little 50-50 for me. Um, I also can do this all day. <laughs> 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 I I think like most relationships. Jesse and I really love to share with each other things that are special to us that the other one hasn't seen. Um, and the crow was something that affected me like instantly. I was like, yes, this is, this is good for me. <laughs> this is good for me. Um, and like I said last week, Batman versus Superman hurt my feelings. <laughs> I just can't get over the lack of logic that Bruce has. That's not, that's not how my Batman does it. And I'm sorry. I'll, I'll rewatch it and give it another shot. Basing on half my homework, I still have to go with the crow. I'll be less harsh on it this time. Um, but it, it's still the crow because Brandon is, you know, he's a, he's a moist guy. <laughs> that's that's a nice right. movie. There's a lot of rain, but it can't rain all the time. Yeah. Uh, Adam. <laughs> Adam, I'm gonna go to you. Forgive all the show and tell tonight, but uh that's <laughs> yeah, so this is a beautiful, beautiful version of the original oh, comic. That's really cool. Um, that's nice. uh, and um when I watched this movie, not only was it very formative, um it, it made me seek out the source material. And I've rebought it over the years. It's my more recent copy because I wore out my original one, or I lost it, rather. And uh, that first film, um, it's not a perfect movie, um, uh, but what I love about it is it was this organic evolution to 1989's Batman, an R-rated comic book movie that wasn't R-rated just arbitrarily. You know, it was an adult story. It was a very sad story. And I think ultimately the crow uh, resonates with me, you know, just because it, you know, it's very, frankly, for lack of a better term, Edgar Allan Poe. I like that about it, um, and I like that it's an act, it's an it's an action movie on top of that. Um, uh, there's so much interesting iconography in the crow that uh, I love, um, and I defended Batman versus Superman last week. I got it through to this round, guys. I did my job. I own the Blu-ray director's cut. Don't at me. I like it more than most people. I do. And I do think the thirst is real. And I and I think we're going to get to keep talking about that thirst through next week because it's probably going to win. But that's why I had to support my friend Eric and, and wish him well um, and read the comic if you haven't because it's very moving. Uh, Jesse, are you going to tie this up or are you going to end it with Batman vs. Superman? 
So here's the fun thing. I, at this moment right now, haven't decided this entire time. I'm quietly <laughs> stewing. Talk it out, baby. Talk it out. I'm going to do my best. So my first instinct that surprised me is I was like, Batman v Superman, no matter what cut it is, as much as I enjoy the Ultimate Edition, is loaded with issues to varying degrees. And to me, for what it is supposed to be and when it came out and everything, I find The Crow to be, maybe it's nostalgia blinding my eyes, but a perfect film in what I want a Crow movie to be. I have no, no, nothing I would change about it. I think it's just unique and whole, complete, tells its story and it does such a great job doing it. The mood with the music is all very well done. The acting's top notch. It's quotable. It's depression in a bottle. <laughs> Use it again. Um, I love that the the blanket of nihilism, I think, is now my new favorite quote from Mara. Um, beating out moisture just by a tick. Uh, and then it, so I started becoming, or I started looking at, like, okay, um, what wins over? Like, the highs of each movie or the lows of each movie? And I think Dawn of Justice has higher highs than The Crow, but it also has lower lows, and so that didn't really help me. And so every time I went to try to put the movies against each other, it wasn't helping me get any further. Um, there's more points to be had, but I'm running out of them. So I guess I am a bigger Batman fan than a Crow fan, and that's all I got. That's all I got for for trying to tie it up. Because yeah, whoa, so, Donald Justice, ladies and gentlemen, quietly Batman. the hardest one. Definitely going Crow. Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice has just knocked the Crow out. I don't Jesse, feel good about Jesse, it. Jesse, you've been disinvited from <laughs> my, my 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 watch along to the Brandon Lee Dolph Lundgren classic showdown Little Tokyo. You're not going <laughs> to uh, you had to invite me before uninviting from, me. He's been yeah, well I, I was gonna I was, <laughs> Hey Swift, I was gonna do the big reveal later, but you you ruined it. <laughs> All right. We have six matchups left. Let's get let's do it. Let's do it. First up. I'm getting sweaty. Batman and Returns versus Avengers Infinity War. Jesse, I'm going to start with you because you just you just like you got you got a Batman to go through the last one. Are you going to keep him here or knock him out? Um, uh, uh so Batman Returns <laughs> is a fun movie. Avengers Infinity War is as close to a masterpiece as that film could have been. I think. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to spread it out. It's just an infinity war for me. All right, Adam. Um, it's 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 harder for me personally. Um, uh, I didn't say, but but no, it's it's hard for me because um. You know, like between the two Batman movies that have made it thus far, Returns is still my pick. Uh, um, but Infinity War, it, it's a cultural event. You know, like what can I say? Like it's and and it's and and I and I love rewatching this movie. And even though I grew up with Batman Returns and I've watched it a lot, I think I, you know, uh, Infinity War may have already caught up with it. So it's it's with great pain that I will say Infinity. Wow. All right. Uh, tail. I'm going to get to you. Cool. Um, so I'm picking Batman Returns. Um, 
as my pick. I think <laughs> Jacob just had a heart attack. <laughs> uh, look, I last time we talked about Infinity War, I talked about how much it's a you know it is a cultural phenomenon. They took so much time to build up to it, and we got an emotional payoff from it that I very much appreciate as someone who's been along for the ride the whole time. But um, looking at it, I just I have to pick Batman Returns because. I haven't rewatched Infinity War, really, mm. ever, I don't think. We've done it um, once. We've done it one time. Wow. Um, I love the movie, but to me, like, I don't want to keep going back to that gut punch of a moment as much as I feel like I probably should. <laughs> um, so I haven't gone back to it. And Batman Returns is just aesthetically everything that I'm about. Like I talked about, when we brought up Batman Returns last time, the world building, the the look of, of Gotham City, the costumes, um, the way the movie shot, um, it, it's very kooky. It's, it's got very charming um, acting. And um, it's a movie that really made me appreciate Batman more as a character. Just, I, I enjoy Batman, but he's never really been my favorite. But watching Tim Burton versions of these characters um, really brought me a new appreciation. So I'm picking Batman Returns. Wow. Okay. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to go to you. That was, that was shocking, but uh, I respect it. Um, if it was 89, we'd, we'd have a fist fight, Oof. I think. Um, <laughs> One of those is in my top five. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 89 hit different. Um, but... I feel yucky about this one. Let me just say, this one was not cut and dry for me. Do you feel like penguin puke about it? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, ooh. I have watched rewatched Infinity War many, many times. Um, I think that is ultimately my choice, but I feel yucky about it. I don't. <laughs> I don't like this one, Jacob. I don't. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm not yeah, happy we, about this one. We're getting to tougher choices. We 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 are definitely getting tougher choices. Uh, Marisol. Yeah. Yeah, actually, um, all um, I really like. I really this was when I first saw this matchup. Um, I was like, ooh, this is gonna be really tough. And then two minutes went by, and I was like, this isn't tough at all. Um, this isn't tough at all. Um, uh, Infinity War is one of the most impactful movies in I, I have to say the I have to say the whole MCU for me. Um and when I said that I realized it's because I have to say the whole MCU when I think about it because its power and its potency as a film and its impact as a film only exists in the context of the MCU. I asked myself and I'm looking at it objectively, I'm like, where does this film stand as a standalone? Um, how would I assess this film if I just watched it one day? What would I think about it in, in terms of superhero films and what it does for the genre? Um, where its power lies in is in the 10 years of buildup to this to this film. Um, and that's where, why everything matters the way it does in this film. Do I think it stands on its own and has enough potency? Um, obviously, th there's a lot of drama in it. But what does it mean? How does it one-off impact me as a, as a film watcher? Like, how does it hit me? 
Um, and it's been, it's really difficult to take it, to pull it out of that context when you've watched everything that could possibly have to do with it. But then I thought about it and I was like, wait a minute. And then I looked at Batman Returns and I was like, this film, I was like, wait, what would it, what would the comparison be? And I was like, Batman Returns is a comparison. Like that is a film that no matter what, I don't even have to watch any of anything related to Batman. I don't have to watch a single damn other Batman film to sit down and watch Batman Returns and be like, this is awesome. Like this is, this is, this is sucking me in. This is a complete start to finish um, narrative. Um, this makes sense. This is, this is contained. Um, this is iconic. Like, like Taylor, you were saying, like there's so much, there's so much to mine from it. There's so much, um, there's so much to appreciate from it. Um, it's weird. Like it's almost unique in some of these matchups. This is where I'm, this is how I'm having to break it down. Like what I'm, this is something that I didn't think about in the other matches, but I'm now thinking about it in this one. Um, and um, when it comes to it, I think that uh, Batman Returns works, um, has more staying power and works and is more iconic and memorable and did this before without the aid of, 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 um, a cinematic universe engine um, created uh, this this stellar this stellar comic book film um, that we still talk about today that we still talk about thirty years later. Um, I think that that does edge it out and give it um, give it a lot of weight um, over Infinity War. Even though I really like both, I like them for different reasons. But in the long run, I you know will always go with Batman Returns. Wow. Okay. Mara, are you tying it up or are you ending this? No. (laughs) (laughs) We've got our first broke. All right. Our first one is broken. (laughs) I'll admit it. I think this one, like there have been others that were playfully difficult, but I think this one is legitimately difficult because I, I think you have to balance not nostalgia, but impactfulness based on age and how you see something like, for example, I was that kid where I was like, I want to puke up and spit up what Penguin spits up. Like that movie <laughs> spoke to me so much. And uh, and against Infinity War, if, it, if this were at least probably six to ten other MCU movies, I would easily pick Batman Returns and it would just be a no brainer. It's just such a tough choice when it's Infinity War because the aesthetic is completely different. The tone is completely different. Um, The relationships between the characters are examined in totally different ways and they go in different directions. And I had to think about it in terms of when I watch them again, which one generates a stronger emotional response? Because unless it's a movie about an animal, it's very hard to get a human emotional response out of me because I just, I empathize with the plight of animals more than people. Um, And I would say that I just get excited, like viscerally excited when I watch Infinity War. And I'm not saying that makes it a better movie, but because there's not a specific metric of like objective quality of filmmaking or film composition, writing, etc because there's a very nebulous way that we're deciding this i'm gonna pick infinity war but it pains me dearly to have to choose between them it really really does that's fair and with that batman returns it 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 had a good run but it has unfortunately been eliminated i am just don't tell dan (laughs) 
applause for Batman Returns. Yes. I just want you to know that if you thought thought you were getting the couch, you get the car. You get to go sleep in the car. You don't get the couch. You get get the whole outback, Jacob. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm glad I was able to save you from that. All right. We now have Okay, a little bit of a palate cleanser, I think. I think we could all agree. I think this could be a seven and zero. Daredevil versus Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> think this could be a seven and zero. So if we just want to make this one fairly quick, Adam, where are you going? I was just think. I was just thinking about it. That's all. <laughs> um, I still can't vote for the Rankin Bass Return of the King. That is fair. Okay. Okay. All right. So, um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Uh, Daredevil. Good night. (laughs) Uh, Jesse. So, actually, when you throw the director's cut in there, still Doctor Strange. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren. Should Should we just do a show of hands? Should we just Should we just vote now? It's, I'm, just, I'm Doc, going real it's, quick. It's easier math for Jacob. It's, it's Doctor Strange. <laughs> Mara? Well, I could say this. This has two careers that my parents wish I had pursued instead of nuclear engineering. And trust me, they really, really, really wish I had been a doctor. So I'm going to oh, go with what well, parents wanted fighting. me to be. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marisol? Um, yeah, so I think the clear pick is Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, oh, oh, wait, oh, wait. It's not there. Thanks, assholes. Okay. Um, um. <laughs> and I took that first That is fair. It is so fair. Okay, just I, I am also going to vote for Chamber of Secrets. Thank you. I'm sparing yeah. you from, the, from having to pick... Chamber of Secrets versus the net the uh, versus the movie that just made it through last time. So that that's what I spared you from having that's to do. Fair. Okay, that's fair. Um of a hundred and ten percent Doctor Strange. Can I just say that Chamber of Secrets would have beat Daredevil? Like, do I get some points? <laughs> See, you are a man, you get no points. <laughs> Men do not get any points here. I'll, I'll Taylor, I'm assuming it's Chamber uh... of Secrets, done. Okay, all right. Doctor Strange makes it through. All right, we are now on to oh, again. Okay. Oh, this one. Okay, this one's a. It on the surface is easy, but it's a heartbreaking one. And we are talking Lord of the Rings: Return of the King versus oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret kidding. of the Ooze. Uh, Lauren, I'm going to let you go first. I'm answering the call of Gondor. Sorry, turtles. <laughs> uh, Taylor. Mutated dandelions. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here solely to be the agent of chaos. If, we, if we've learned anything today, I'm part of these streams to be the agent of chaos. Apparently, you're just going to find some way to kick Lord of, Return of the King out. It you? is my new mission, and I will fail spectacularly. Uh, Adam. Uh, I really want to see Grand versus Super Shredder. Personally. Oh yeah! Oh. I want to see I want to see that matchup. Um, Super Shredder versus Battering Ram. I mean, he lost to a deck, so I don't know. Um, uh, but um, uh, I, I I I 
I spoke up about Secret of the Ooze already. It's a lot of fun. It's very sweet in its own way. But Return of the King is a timeless epic, in my opinion. Um, and I, I vote for it to move forward. Please and thank you. I just want to say, I'm voting against Return of the King because there's no way it's going to lose. If I thought this was a real contest, I would say Return of the King. Just so that everyone on the internet is aware. Thank you. Uh, Marisol. I do kind of wish this was uh, Turtles 3, only so like the turtles could... Like you know, like travel to Middle Earth and just get like, <laughs> like find themselves and like mixed up in like a band of orcs, like 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 accidentally, like they could accidentally drop in and be marching off to war and wonder what the hell they're doing there. Um, I think they would fit in actually better than they than they want to. Um, but this is come on, I mean come on, this is even without seeing Secret of the Ooze, this is this is Lord of the Kings all the way. Yes, or uh, Mara. So first, I just have to say this. I didn't mention it before. I don't know what's going on with the mouth of Sauron, but I like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is, <laughs> this is actually, it's sad. It's so sad. So turtles objectively kick all of the ass, but hobbits bow to no one. It's Return of the King. All right, Jesse, you're going to make this a 7-0 sweep. No, sorry, six, sorry, 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 six one sweep. Wow, this I'm definitely okay. <laughs> six one sweep. There's just way too many like great, amazing things going on in the Turn of the King, but there's also the world's most fearsome fighting team. And I have yet to be the true agent of chaos, and I think I'm gonna lean towards nostalgia just at least once to make something out of it. So let's not make it a sweep. Um, secret of the Ooze. Let's not keep it a secret. Thank if you, you haven't Jesse. seen it, go watch oh. it. Dandelions. This, All right. this man All right. is trying and to our, <laughs> our last of the uh, round three matchups. This is this could be an interesting one. We have Back to the Future Part Two versus Batman versus <laughs> Superman: Dawn of Justice. Well, I hope you you libertarians had fun like throwing out your votes on that last one. Just don't do it on this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Marisol, you may start. Where do you want to go? Wow. Um. I'm kidding. I love you all. I love you. You're vicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting uh, to the nitty gritty with these. Gary Johnson. I'm getting, they're getting more. They're getting. They're getting heated. Yeah. Um. This one's. This one's really hard. This one's another hard one for me. Um. Oof. Uh. These are two that you've heard me. You guys have been hearing me defend pretty, pretty emphatically. Both of these films. Um. Uh, both examples of everything I've said about a sequel getting, you know, darker and and what if with these possibilities and thornier with the possibilities of of where their characters can go, um, the uncertainties of making their characters make really weird, ugly, tough decisions, um, in both a whimsical sense and a super serious, somber sense, um, uh. This hurts. I love both of these films. I these are the first. These are the. This is the hardest decision of the whole thing because I love both of these films. Love them, not like I love. Um, but I am going to give the edge in terms of 
in, in the grand scheme of things, I'm going to give the edge what I think would move forward and do well moving forward, um, which has enough to go against some top dogs. I'm going to go with Back to the Future Part 2. All right. Uh, Taylor. Um, ugh, this one's not very hard for me. <laughs> it's fair. Uh, it's, just, it's just not. Um, I've already, I don't want to harp on it anymore. I'm not a Back to the Future person, so I'm just going to give Dawn of Justice the vote, and we're going to leave it at that. All right, uh, Lauren. This isn't hard for me either, um, but in the opposite direction. I like <laughs> all of Back to the Future 2 better than better than Batman and Superman stopping fighting because their mommies have the same name. I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. All right, uh, Jesse. A uh, big, big DC fan coming at you here uh, to say that I'm shocked that a time-traveling film from the 80s has a supreme level of logic compared to a comic book superhero movie uh, from modern times. So Back to the Future 2, please. Thank you. All right. Mara. Well, I've already, I've already spoken at length that I just don't love back to the future part two and i'll agree it's a far more coherent movie like just because it doesn't like make me excited to watch it it's a far better film structurally even even if you include the ultimate edition which i love um but this is a hard hard choice and because i know it probably won't go anywhere but i'm just gonna stick with what is the hardest choice ever like alfred's abs and go <laughs> <laughs> Um, Adam, I'm going to give you the deciding vote because I am also going with BBS. So, Adam, where are you Ooh. heading? He has yeah, the well, power. Yeah, well, uh, Masters of the Universe streaming on Netflix now. Um, yeah, it's true. It, it's a lot of fun, guys. It's fun it is. so far. Yeah, um, I'm having a good time. Uh, so, I, I, I will give BBS its due one more time just to say that um, it's a movie that grew on me with rewatches. Um, so like it's the opposite of Interstellar. Uh, and yeah, no, seriously. Like the first time I saw both of those movies, I liked Interstellar a lot more. And then the, I, when I rewatched them, they're like, it's, it's, that's what's happening. Um, you get it. So BBS, um, I think, is... is a misunderstood kind of cool messy superhero uh punch fest that i enjoy quite a bit um my biggest complaint with it honestly not so much the martha stuff which i know is an easy target but like the it's doomsday i don't like the doomsday thing um that bothers me more than anything because i wanted doomsday to have his own movie i wanted that storyline to have more impact i wanted to build up to it more and rushing the death of Superman is what is my biggest complaint with BBS because it we hadn't gotten there yet. He'd been in one movie and I I still found it impactful because I, I care about Superman, but I building up to it would have been nice. Maybe at least a third or fourth film. Um, Back to the Future Part 2, I already went on ad nauseum about why I really love that movie. I went to the, the screening that was um on october 21st 2015 
um, to commemorate, you know, that future date from the movie. I love it. I just do. So it's my vote. But I, I do think BBS is a misunderstood uh, Frankenstein monster of a DC movie. And I, and I think it's a lot of fun. All right. Well, with that, oh. Back to the Future Part 2 makes it through. Guys, we have a very interesting... I honestly uh, think the better movie made it through, by the way, just because I didn't vote for it. We, we do have a very interesting final four. So only two of these movies will make it through into the main bracket. So here are the two <sighs> matchups, the final two. We have Infinity War versus Doctor Strange. Oh, oh honey. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> rip the Band-Aid off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have Doctor Strange cufflinks. <laughs> I love, that's my, that's the most favorite thing I've ever heard you say in so much pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm this time. By the way, my eyes are sweating. Um, it's, it's, Those are called tears, man. Right, so here's, here's my, um, my uh, what do you call it? You get a prize, consolation prize, I guess. Yeah. Is that at least, at least Steven is in, hi boy, hi, my cat's down here. Steven's in Infinity War, so I can't really lose entirely. No matter who loses, Steven wins. Except for the fact that he didn't because he died. But uh, with that, I love both these movies. One makes me cry when I watch it. And I guess that means that it should go through. And then I can cry about the one that didn't. You're gonna cry no matter what. <laughs> I should just get off screen. Infinity War. Yeah. Oh. Avengers Assemble. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> uh, Adam, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. So, um, Doctor Strange um, is a lot of fun. Um, I think it's one of the better origin stories in the Marvel uh, canon right now. Um, but the thing I love about Infinity War, especially with respect to Doctor Strange, is he's so established in that movie that we get to see him just do his thing and see how clever he is with his magic. And even though he's technically outmatched against these other space wizards, uh, like real space wizards, not like I know we call Jedi space wizards, but like, let's be real. <laughs> like, okay, Ebony like, Mock kicks some Skywalker ass. For sure. Yeah, and and I just love 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 his cape going ape shit in Infinity War on people. It's so wonderful. Um, and and then uh, when he gets the that that big fight um, uh, with with Strange and Spider Man and Iron Man and and the Guardians with Thanos, I love that scene. Even though it ends very frustratingly, we all know that. But I, I just love the way Strange engages Thanos in battle because he knows he has to be smart about it. He's so strategic. And I love how that's visually represented uh, because we know if Thanos gets his hands on Doctor Strange, he can crush him like, like you know, an egg. Um, but, but, but Strange gets so clever with him. So in any case, um, Infinity War uh, is my answer, but uh, it's, it's ultimately a strange love fest in the end, to Jesse's point. Yeah, yes, it is. Uh, Mara, uh, 
This is very difficult. <laughs> I'm very, very, no, I'm torn. I really am because for example, if this had been Avengers Endgame, it's Endgame every day. I don't, Agreed. I honestly don't really care any other MCU movie it was going to go up against except for possibly the Winter Soldier because I think that's oh, overall my favorite. put that in the universe. I just fell in love with you all over again. <laughs> you realize that the marriage license can say our names and it doesn't have to have him on it, right? Fair <laughs> <laughs> warning to Jacob, Give if we call. get Winter Soldier and Endgame, I'm all the way out. Oh yeah, no, I'm like, <laughs> all three of us are just gonna start crying. I'm just gonna make it. sure that that if it does happen, it's only in like the finals. So I don't care. No, it literally is like a Sophie's choice. That's like asking me which of my cats I love more, and there is no answer to that. Oh my god, bring coins. Okay. <laughs> but this is tough. Like I, I legit want. I am a champion for Doctor Strange. Uh, for all the reasons that I've already said, and I, but I just have uh, Infinity War is just such an, an accomplishment of structure and of strategy in its writing because it could have been. Am I allowed to say a bad word? <laughs> Can I say it? Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. It could have been a clusterfuck like of epic proportions. Oh, yeah. It could have tanked ten years of buildup in the MCU. <laughs> I mean, it, it had everything. And just because Endgame was spectacular, if Infinity War had been, uh, then no matter how good Endgame was, it would have fallen kind of flat yeah. and it would have gone out with a whimper instead of with, you know, just looking mm -hmm. at it as one of the, the best fully formed cinematic universes that we may ever see in our lifetime. If the world exists after our lifetime, that is. But <laughs> I hate not voting for Doctor Strange and part of me wants to give it the pity vote because as an individual picture, I think it has so much going for it. But I also agree that because of what that movie did, I can springboard that into loving how that character behaves in Infinity War and the steps forward that he's taken in between those two films that, you know, we don't need to see that. And I'm on, I'm going to die uh, if Multiverse of Madness does not actually make me poop my pants, but I'm gonna <laughs> have to vote for Infinity War because it's it's just that much more better. And I hate saying it, but in this situation, Today it is. All right, uh, Marisol, where are you going? As great as both these films are, as great as they are, um, you know, probably the least interesting part of Doctor Strange is figuring out how he got to the sandbox. It's once he gets to the sandbox and once he's playing around is what 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 we're there for is what the parts that really where that film really takes off, and not only is he in the sandbox by the time we're in infinity war he's playing with the big boys so i think that infinity war then is is the next before we get to multiverse of madness you know like like it, it's 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 really comparing these two specifically side by side when one of them is the origin story of a character and the other one is well here's what the character then did like you know like it, it's really difficult to not pick the one where here's where then the character did like you know like it's really hard not to pick that one um and on top of like the impact one of the 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 most dramatically impactful film um in this whole series for me um so i definitely have to go with infinity war um still again we're we're down to the nitty gritty here thoroughly enjoy both of these movies. Um, but since it's specifically, we're looking at it, filtering this specifically the context of Doctor Strange and his arc, um, 
I would rather see his arc in Infinity War and 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 watch that film because that's where he's really playing with his goodies. Yeah. But um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> rather than Doctor Strange. Uh, and yes. Lauren, where are you going? I mean, I think we can all objectively agree Infinity War is the sexier movie, right? Like any I mean, any scene with Wanda. Define sexy. Steve Rogers <laughs> definition. Yeah. Rogers. Yeah. Um, never undersell Benjamin Bratt. Or Tilda Swinton with with the bald cap. I will say I I think I enjoyed Doctor Strange more in Infinity War than I did in his own film. I That's thought it was yeah. I thought it was a great stepping stone, but like kind of watching him kick ass after watching how he learned how to kick ass was really satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's just there's just too many moments in Infinity War that are just too big. They're just too big, and Doctor Strange is a great film, but it's just too big. It has to be Infinity right. War. Taylor. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything else I can add. Yeah. To the conversation. So. All right, and with that, we have our first official wild card winner, ladies and gentlemen. Avengers: Infinity War is the first wild card winner. All right, but we do have one other final matchup, and that is Lord of the Rings: Return of the King versus Back to the Future Part Two. Taylor. I'm going to start with you so you can bring in chaos. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much chaos there's actually going to be in this one. Um, but, I mean, Return of the King made me cry. Back to the Future Part 2 didn't. So, Return of the King. Okay. <laughs> going oh, with shit. Return of the King. Uh, just a different kind of moisture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> High moisture. Uh, Marisol, where are you going? Yeah, Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, these are two films that I love, but I, I, you guys have heard me enough. Like, like Lord of the Rings are just my my my. There is, you know, there's God for some people, I guess, and then there's Peter Jackson's Holy Trinity, <laughs> and then for me, you know, so so you know, I subscribe to the the Kiwis trilogy, so. Fair. Return of the King. Adam? Um, just so I'm clear, um, the winner of this is not going up against Infinity War, correct? No. Uh, these Both of these will go <laughs> into their own individual brackets. Relevant, that, Collins. Why are you asking so many questions? Um, no, that's... Uh, yeah, so the... the uh, they the winner of this one will go into a into the eighth bracket that we will be doing in several weeks. Marisol, I did not mean to anger your bone. I'm it's sorry. okay. Just pick. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, not because you pressured me, but. <laughs> I was going to say, I look, I said a lot about Back to the Future Part 2 tonight. Um, it's time to move on. Return of the King, again, is is uh, uh, timeless um, to me. And uh, I would pick it over Infinity War. That's why I asked. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that's how much I love this film. Um, spoken about them both at length, but Return of the King, um, 
it's an Oscar winner for a reason. Let's keep it going. All right, Mara. I just got to say, I don't like it when mom and dad fight. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anywho, um, only one of these films involves self-immolation, and I'm going to go with Return of the King. And <laughs> a Thor. Uh, have I gone? Uh, Jesse, I haven't gone to you. Um, Back to the Future 2. I love it. Great nostalgia, awesome film. It got as far as it needed to or necessarily should have. Because if we look at the grand scope of this list of films, Back to the Future probably wasn't going to make it past the halfway mark, or Back to the Future 2 wasn't. So I'm happy that it beat out some people and that it got the respect that it deserved because I think it gets poo-pooed on far too often. Um, but uh, every dog has its day, and uh, the numbers are up. So it's Return of the King. All right. And Lauren? I mean, this is probably sacrilegious to say, and I may be struck down, but watching the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy is a religious experience. It's beautiful it's from start <laughs> to finish. And Return of the King is no exception. Um, sorry, Marty. It's, it's, not, it's not you today. McFly on out of here. <laughs> All right. And with that, Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Lord of the Rings, Return of the King becomes our second wild card winner. And we officially have our bracket of 256 movies. We're, we're only 30. We are 30 down, 256 to go. I'm looking at I'll see you in a month. Yeah, this, this is going to take I, and a while. I, and I just have to say, Return of the King and Infinity War being wild cards is... Uh, oh, fun. yeah, it's 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 hilarious. Like, the fact that, yeah, I know, I I, I can fully un, um, appreciate that these guys, if if we were doing this seated, these guys would be, like, number one on each of their brackets. So, yeah, no yeah. no way in hell that these are, are but wild we are, cards. But we are agents of chaos, and this was not seated. This was... <laughs> nope, this was let's go crazy. So, uh, in with respect to the films that have been eliminated, we are talking, of course, Batman Returns, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990, Daredevil, Star Trek The Motion Picture, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Doctor Strange, uh, Star Wars The Phantom Menace, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, Back to the Future Part 2, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug, The, the Crow, and Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Got <laughs> I can answer that. I can answer that. They're getting married many? first. Um, <laughs> 41? 41 days. 41 so days. we will be getting married first. Oh, <laughs> definitely. You guys will be getting yeah. married first. Yes. Okay. Can I, can I ask what, because we just got that list. What's everyone, what's the biggest heartache that got left out? Because I think it's the crow for me. Listening to that list back, I think that's mm. the biggest ouchie. Yeah, what's the, what, yeah, actually, let's go through. What's the biggest heartache? So Jesse's got the crow. Mara, what's yours? I mean, I honestly think it also might be the crow. Just amongst what was said, that stood out to me immediately as well. So, uh, I have two. Okay. Um, one is you know the one that I sat here and, and just fi fired at everybody. <laughs> um, Menace, but fair. 
the other one that um, I don't think I think if shock to the world uh, is Batman Returns. That one really freaking hurts me. Yeah. That didn't move on. Not Chamber Secrets. I mean, the the thing is, like, we have more Harry Potter <laughs> films that are going to come up. Um, I love Chamber of Secrets, but I also know that films. most people that's not everyone's favorite. So that yeah. one wasn't like as heartbreaking. I kind of figured that that was probably going to be eliminated because it's not super high on everybody's list. Mm. But Adam, um, yeah, it's if I can say more than one, it's the Crow, Batman Returns, and Back to the Future Part Two. I, I would have liked to see those go deeper because um, I know there are some shitty films. There's some really shitty films in these brackets, and those three would kick the snot out of them for several mm -hmm. rounds. Yep. So, yep. rest in peace, my friends. You, yep. Marisol. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm echo chamber. Um, uh, BVS for me that hurt the most like choosing between BVS and The Crow because I think they both deserve to move on um, and neither of them are um, and that's fine um, but BVS, uh, The Crow and Back to the Future Part 2 for, for especially the reasons that Adam said I know that they like whatever else is going to come in the bracket I know that they are stronger than s s the majority of I feel like other other films there's you know that are going to come so so those uh those hurt the most um harry and harry potter chamber of secrets i can sleep with because it's it's not the best one like they're just like they're just like five other ones We've that are just, seven like, awesome yeah yeah <laughs> like like there are just five other ones that are just awesome and i like you know i fought for it in the moment that i, I could but like i could sleep okay we'll let it go um there are so many other ones that are just um stronger that i really want to see go further what about you uh so i was going to go to lauren Oh, okay. Am, I mean, am I the only one who's still thinking about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. That's that. That is fair. That was from last week. Um, for me, it's probably Desolation of Smaug. Uh, that's one I would have really liked to have gone through, and it probably it would have been destroyed by Return of the King. But I would have really liked to have seen Desolation of Smaug go through. All right. Uh, next week, we begin the official, proper, actual bracket with our first one. Here, it's not the bracket, but oh, here are the there. movies inside Ooh. this bracket. So, over the next two weeks, we will find the number one movie out of these movies here. We have A History of Violence, Avengers Age of Ultron, Barbed Wire, Blade, Bulletproof Monk. Captain America, the Winter Soldier, Conan the Barbarian, Darkman, Flash Woo. Gordon, Hercules, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Iron Man 3, I, Frankenstein, Incredibles 2, Judge Dredd, Jurassic Park, Labyrinth, ah. The Matrix, Men in Black 2, Men in Black 3, Punisher Warzone, Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl, Superman 3, Sin Ooh. City, Sin City 2, <laughs> A Dame to Kill For, Solo, A Star Wars Story, The Terminator, Transformers The Last Night, Extra Transformers, boo. Revenge of the Fallen, Unbreak Unbreakable, X-Men Apocalypse, and 300 <laughs> Rise of an Empire. So that is next. That is that is the lineup of the next two weeks. Can I just can I just preface my nervousness by saying that I'm walking down the aisle to the Jurassic Park theme song, <laughs> and that's where I'm at with Jurassic Park. So I'm like head to toe sweating. Luckily, there's only one probably that would give it a run. I think. 
Oh, I'm nervous. But I won't. <laughs> oh, she may kill me on the foot. On the, oh, you may kill me. Actually, you may Possibly. kill me. Is is was that like a tease, or are you actually doing that? No, I'm actually doing that. Um, oh my goodness. I the piano guys <laughs> version of it. The in, like I know it's already instrumental, but uh, yeah, that's what I'm walking <laughs> down the aisle to. So. <laughs> Um, Amaru, you say you know what's moving forward. I actually don't. Looking at this, I'm like, I don't know what's barbed wire, man. Barbed wire. (laughs) I I thought you were in the dark man camp, Adam. Uh, Well, I am. We might get some tailors. Oh, dark man, dark man is gonna get some love. But I'm just saying, barbed wire, Jacob, go watch it. Tell me what. Can I make? I I want to suggest that we get PJ Campbell on if we're gonna talk dark, dark man. Uh, it's just sad that the <laughs> no, you get Mike Kalinowski on here if you're going to talk about Dark Man. Yeah, yeah. The Dark All Man right, sequels being eligible is yeah. a bummer. And Doctor Dark Man and 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 Larry Drake is also in Doctor Giggles, which is a horror movie that kind of comic book after the fact. But if you would like, it's up right. to you. I'm going to give him. I'm going to give him a little bit of a tease over what some of these matchups are. Right. Just a little bit. Just right. save, save I'm scared some. that you're so right. excited. Though. Oh, wait, do I give that one? Is that a... Save some that are big surprises. Right. I'll save a big can, surprise. But you right. can give oh, I I'm hate so, this already. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I love this. I love being uncomfortable. All right. uh, <laughs> you love your blanket of okay. Yeah, I, I do. It's like it's got pokey things on it, so it's also uncomfortable. Oh, hell <laughs> yes. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. All right, and this is all right. This is my biggest one that will absolutely get me murdered. <laughs> I don't see why any of you are laughing. All right, so that's. All right, so that's our that's our Blunden Bancroft of the round. Way to go! <laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> with that, we will see you next week, where I am more than likely going to be murdered, guys. This has been absolutely incredible and so much fun. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to go through real quick. Adam, where can the good people find you online? My my uh, at Eisenthor on Letterboxd and Twitter and just started a show with Video Drew every other Saturday on her network called Why Are We Like This? I don't know, but watch <laughs> to find out. Uh, we talked at length. We talked for an hour about the Twister ripoff Tornado starring Bruce Campbell and Ernie Hudson. That was a TV movie. Um, it's better than it should be. And it was all shot at the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. Um, go watch that episode. Thanks. All right. Uh, Jesse and Lauren, where can good people find you guys online? Well, uh, sounds like possibly not the couch tonight, but we'll <laughs> see. Uh, it's still up in the air. Um, when she is not walking down the aisle to Jurassic Park, you can occasionally find her either uh, on doing these. Sh- I mean, I mean, you can say. I'm, I'm just here every once in a while uh, when, when Jacob and Taylor allow me to be. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> And uh, I'm on the Flickin' Real channel occasionally. Uh, I've taken a little bit of a hiatus because wedding prep, moving prep, uh, so many things, moving pieces. But sometime in like September, I'll be back on a program. Uh, we'll probably talk, we might talk about what if between now and then uh, on the channel. But yeah, uh, follow us on Flickin' Real on YouTube. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Marisol, where can they find you online? Um, I, uh, not many places. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> I, uh, when I do pop up, uh, um, sometimes I, uh, uh, Twitter, I, sometimes I tweet, um, really to schmo down. Um, I'm not really on Facebook. I barely go on my Facebook. Um, I'm on letterbox. Uh, I do, I'm behind, but I've got to start logging some movies that I've watched. I've been watching a bunch of movies. I need to log them. You can find me on letterbox and my Twitter handle, um, are the same. Um, it's Marisol underscore Mariah, M I R I A H. Um, and also, uh, this coming Saturday, I'm also playing, Kevin Smith in a number one contender yeah. match in the Schmodown. So you can Woo! also see if I have what it takes to be the famous director. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's about to happen. So I hope I win. Um, and I hope that everybody watches because I'm really excited and that's going to get me one step closer to winning a belt. So check it out on the Schmodown Network. Uh, thank you, Marisol. And Mara, where can they find you online? Uh, first of all, you could definitely beat him because he's not perfect. He made cop out. So there's that. Um, ouch. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> um, anywho, uh, I decided to do what Adam did and I put my thing on the thing. So uh, if you want to find me there, if not, I lurk in corners of the internet. I can fit easily in most overhead compartments and you never know exactly where I will be and if I'm watching you. <laughs> Thank you, Mara, and we will see you next week. Guys, this has been a lot of fun. Yes, it's, uh, it's been another great week. Yep. A lot of heartbreak, a yep. lot of laughs. Um, I have put links for everybody down in the description as well. If you find that easier to just click through and find people, there are some links down in the description. That's where you can find our stuff as well. Thank you guys so much to everyone who hung out in the live chat with us today. We had so much fun with everyone. We hope you had as much of a blast as we did and that you're excited for the preview that we gave you of next week of next the chaos that's coming. So please join us again next week, guys if you can it's so so much fun when we have you chime in with us and with that i think it's time to sign off all right we will see you next week bye